What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justin Total Package and Craig the British Bulldog bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, the legacy of the WCW Hall of Fame. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. Can you do us a solid on social media and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWB2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast? Uh, you guys were snickering a little bit when I said legacy earlier. Um, what's what's going on you know, here? What are we doing? Uh, WCW was like the first, like in 93, we'll get into it, um, they had a pay-per-view called Slamboree, and they decided to make it like a Legends reunion kind of theme. And for three years, WCW inducted members into the WCW Hall of Fame, and they did it every year on the pay-per-view of Slamboree. Little known fact that people probably will forget about is Andre the Giant was the first inductee of the WWF Hall of Fame. He was inducted in March of 93 on an episode of Raw. But WCW, a couple of months later... WCW a couple of months later in May of 93 decided to do an entire pay-per-view and they started inducting multiple members. So even though Andre was inducted first, WCW was the first to do like a pay-per-view thing on it. Later, WWE would try it. They would do a class 94, class 95, class 96. Then they would stop all the way and they wouldn't do it again until WrestleMania 20. And then they started with the 2004 Hall of Fame, which became the Hall of Fame that we know now. But WWF and WCW were kind of in the infant. They wanted to pay tribute to the legends, but they didn't know how to do it. WCW was the first uh, company to do it on a pay-per-view level. They based an entire pay-per-view around it where they would have matches from like these old legends and they would put legends in the Hall of Fame. And then they would also have their current stars in matches too. So it was like... You could argue if it worked or not, but it was ambitious, and I really liked WCW for points like this, even though they were struggling. Even though ever since Turner bought WCW, they always kind of struggled to find their voice before the NWO was found. I appreciated that, like the the slambery efforts and all that stuff. WCW tried; it didn't yeah. always work. But um, I want so I wanted to talk about it and just be like, you know, there's another they, Hall they, of Fame, motherfuckers. They tried you know, really hard. It's, it's not the Cauliflower Alley Club. It's not the NWA Hall of Fame. It's not the the Wrestling Hall of Fame. It's not the WWE Hall of Fame. The WCW Hall of Fame was the first pay-per-view, like, public Hall of Fame. It was. I liked yeah, it when yeah. they paid right. homage to, like, the the legends. It's like you... you like, and Gordon it, Sully got out there. <laughs> you pay... Yeah, I mean, you paid, <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking to a generation of fans and trying to school them on, like, what came before them. And Vince was never about go looking backwards at all or wanting old people on his right. shows. It was always looking forwards. But... So, yeah, kudos for WCW for doing it first. And this they is, did it kind of classy. now forever. I, yeah. I think the WCW Hall of Fame is underrated. And I think what they were trying to do just was... It, it almost worked, but it didn't quite. But, like, when you look back on it, you're like, wow, that was kind of ambitious. It was cool. Like, it was cool for them yeah. to try that. But I guess, We're like, everything... The, you know what I mean? Like, we get mad at young fans right now, right? Going, don't you remember the Rockin' 80s? Don't you remember? Like, and it's yeah. like, but people were doing it back then. Don't you remember the territories? Mm -hmm. yeah. In the early 90s, the people, like, the old wrestlers, like the Sam Martinos and, like, stuff like that, like, they were mad at current wrestling fans because WWE or WWE... 
WWF was so syndicated that people started to only believe that WWF was the only promotion. So you had these old school wrestlers that would gravitate towards WCW because WCW at least tried to pay tribute to the past and they were never afraid to do that. Vince didn't do it for a long time. And then Vince finally said, okay, cool. Now we can have a hall of fame every single year and it's its own fucking night. And we'll put 20,000 people in a fucking building for it, which is awesome. But um, back here, it's like, you know, WCW and the old school uh, wrestlers of yesterday were desperate to please remember the territories, please, please. And like, it's just kind of, it was sad, but it was also like, you know what? They were trying to be an alternative to WWF at this point. And I think that uh, obviously that format won out because every year we look forward to a separate night with just the hall of fame inductees, right? Like it's a big, it's, it's a, it's a sit down appointment for us, you know, when it comes on now mm-hmm. and back here in 93, WCW was like, we'll do a whole show. <laughs> It's a it's a give and take now. I would I wouldn't pay the price of admission. I'll tell you that. But no, no. Watch it on television. But uh, well, here we go. Here we go, kids. The dub. Oh, sorry, the World Championship Wrestling WCW Hall of Fame was an American Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame maintained by WCW, established in 1993 to honor wrestlers who began their careers long before the 90s, mostly alumni of the National Wrestling Alliance, or NWA, and Jim Crockett Promotions, or JCP, the predecessors of WCW. So, yeah, I mean, that was kind of, when you think about it, that's where WCW kind of found those roots, was from these two places. It was Crockett and NWA for forever, and that's those were also the the lines to the territories where that NW world champion would travel through was, yeah, it, was you know, and, it, there, this is, and you got to figure this was all fueled by people that hated Vince, you know, for killing the territories. So you had those hangers on that were hired yep. at random times to try to save WCW. And they were like, well, we're going to go the opposite. We're not going to do cartoon bubblegum, <laughs> mainstream bright colors. We're going to go back to black and white, you know, Ernie, the cat lad taking on, Gary the Jumper Johnson, like you know, mm. or whatever, like from the territory. Remember them in the in, in the good old like, you know Carolina territory. Oh my goodness! Every Saturday, I'd go watch that main event. They would tear the house down, you know. And that's, yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Yeah. I'm not saying you should. Yeah, like, at the Wrestletorium down at the corner of 45th <laughs> Street, and, you know, whatever. The wrestling. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay homage to that. Right? We all like wrestling now because it stemmed from somewhere. It did come from the territories. It, it Vince's dad came from the territories it absolutely did vince's dad at one point was on the nwa board uh you know to the committee to elect champions and all that stuff so it's it's important but uh yeah you know it's just like i look back now and we do this episode and i'm like man it was so weird you know it's like you're trying to they were trying to catch the audience up on the 1990s version of wrestling but then they're like no let's go back let's go back in time like fuck vader let's go back in time it's like mm-hmm. no like we we want good wrestlers now it wrestling changed syndicated television began to change in the 90s everything began to change so it's like it was just mistimed right and then after WCW went out of business, Vince could finally go, okay, now we can pay homage to the past. Of course you can, because you beat all the competition. So, wrong timing. Wrong timing, I guess, right? It's in the details. Mm -hmm. It's like WCW just did everything wrong on the small level, whereas WWF was just attention. Once they um, executed it, and they just did it right. They just kind of let someone else do it first, then do it better the next time. Right. Yeah, WCW just... I mean... Yeah, because... 
when you look at it here, inductees received commemorative plaques. Ooh, and they made them wrestle. Nice. That was the worst part of the whole thing is they tried to force yes, these like yeah. Nick They Bachwinkle. tried to make these legends. Well, nowadays, wrestlers in their 40s look good. Yeah. Back here, the, like Dick the Bruiser in his 40s and 50s, not so good. Dick yeah. Murdoch, not so good in his 40s. Yeah. It, just, it was a different day because now there's nutrition. There's all kinds of things wrestlers can do now. Wrestlers aren't into drinking and partying, by the way. Yeah. They don't like doing that. So they like to take care of their bodies now. Back here in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, like wrestlers were like, what are we going to do after there to kill the pain? We're going to fucking down a 12 pack of beer and we're going to fucking, you know what I mean? Like, and they just got fat and they went and ate bar food and all that stuff. And so when you got wrestlers in their forties back in the day, they it's, were, it's an ice bellied. bath and go eat healthy yeah. after yeah. that. Yeah. They were beer bellied and all that stuff. Nowadays, wrestlers in their forties are like fucking Randy Orton and AJ Styles. They look amazing. Shredded. Like, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, mm-hmm. they're shredded. Robert Rude, so, uh, Paul yeah. Ziggler. But this is, this, this is kind of funny now when you look at it. They received commemorative plaques that had their names and portraits inscribed on them. Um, and they were inducted by Gordon Sully, a senior commentator ah. in professional wrestling. Ah. And I don't know why it's ah. And received their plaque during the Legends reunion segment at WCW's May pay-per-view event, Slambury. That first Hall of Fame ceremony was held on May 23rd of 93 at Slambury in the same year at the Omni let me, in uh, Georgia. Throughout the history of professional wrestling, a chosen few have scaled the peaks of excellence to become legends of sport. Tonight, the greatest of these have converged on Atlanta's Omni for a Legends reunion. And as we honor the legends of the past, new history will be made as the heroes of the present battle for championship gold and personal glory. World Championship Wrestling presents Slamboree, a Legends reunion. Yes, let me go over the induct. So the inductees of the Let's 1993 were Luthez, <laughs> Vern Gagne, Mr. Wrestling Wee. 2, Eddie Graham. Those were the first inductees into the 1993 uh, Hall of Fame. And then, you know, let me pull this up here, too, because I want to talk about just the structure of the card. So here's the structure of the card, right? So like what Craig was talking about was like it was a it was a WCW pay-per-view. So there was current wrestlers wrestling of today. So here we go. Uh the results of the 1993 Slamberry pay-per-view, the same event where they inducted those people that I just mentioned. Uh match number 1, Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Bagwell defeated Bobby Eaton and Chris Benoit in a tag team match in 9 minutes. Sid Vicious defeated Van Hammer in 35 okay. seconds. <laughs> Dick Murdoch, Don Morocco, and Jimmy Snuka, which were legends at this point. They were in their 40s and way past uh, their prime. Uh, fought Wahoo McDaniel, Blackjack Mulligan, and Jim Brundell to a no contest in a nine-minute six-man tag. Uh, Thunderbolt Patterson teamed with uh, Brad Armstrong to defeat Ivan Koloff and Baron Von Raschke oh in my a tag God. team match. Four wow. minutes. Dory Funk Jr. fought Nick watch. Dory Funk Jr. fought Nick Bockwinkle to a 15-minute draw. You think you could have booked the car? Oh, and you better? paid $30 for that privilege. Right. To watch and then that Rick bullshit. Rude, Rick Rude and Paul Orndorff defeated Dustin Rhodes and Kensuke Sasaki in That's nine great. minutes. Uh, Sting defeated The Prisoner, which is Nails, <laughs> That's not in five great. minutes. The Hollywood Blondes defeated The Hollywood Bonds defeated Rick Steamboat and Shane Douglas in a steel cage match in six minutes. Uh, Barry Wyndham defeated Arn Anderson to defend the NWA Heavyweight Championship oh, in 10 minutes. Oh my. 
And Davy Boy Smith beat Big Van Vader by disqualification uh, in the main event, 16 minutes. Jesus. So they, they had it halfway. They were trying. Right chair. Look at That's it. That's it. They're going to disqualify Vader. I tell you, Vader must have been in serious trouble, and he did that. You're dead. Look, there's bodies everywhere. Vader is going to be disqualified in this one. But like I read the Legends There's match, something. and I remember watching the Legends match, like, going, "God why? damn, this is and, fucking awful!" And that, like that's, this a, that's a heavy awful. that that's a heavy card anyway. That's a long card. You didn't need those. You didn't need those guys wrestling. I, I find it kind do, of funny. You could like, just do the Hall of Fame, right? You, do some you, interviews with some legends. Jeff, you have hey, to put them in the fucking ring. Sure. No, no, no. But just no. You can't do that. You want this plaque? You got to wrestle. For right. Yeah. You, you got to put fucking Dory <laughs> Funk Jr. in there with Nick Bockwinkel way past their prime in their fifties. Fifteen. And here's your plaque. Here's your plaque. And go. try to yeah, and try to entice the the it. shrinking audience that you already have in the 1990s. Yeah, good job. Oh my, yeah, nice work. Well, it gets it gets even weirder. Uh, following the 1995 ceremony, just two years later, Soli, who had both had both inducted the wrestlers and was an influential figure in the selections, resigned eh. from WCW <laughs> and protest. Eh. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel comfortable. Uh, uh, it, was, it was his. It was his dad, right? Papo and yeah, I didn't know this. So Papo. Gordon Soli. So in 1995, uh, Angelo Papo, which is Macho Man and Lanny Papo's dad, uh, was inducted. Yeah. I didn't know that Gordon Soli protested it and said he's not worthy enough to be in the, this Hall of Fame that we only established a year ago. He's not worthy enough to be in this <laughs> prestigious year-long Hall of Fame. So I guess Gordon Soli left the company. Okay. Yeah, bye. So weird. Bye. And, yeah, but like, in between, so in this between, is the uh, hill to die on, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. The, uh, you, you should not die on this hill ever. Uh, but in 1994, so they had another pay per view in 1994, Slamboree, May of 1994. Sure. The induction, the inductees were Harley Race, Ernie Ladd, okay. the Crusher, Nick the okay. Bruiser, right. Holy Anderson, <clears throat> uh, Masked Assassin. And that's it, actually. So that was that. So Oli's worthy, but Papo's not. Okay. Master Sass. Well, no, th this is 94. This is the year before. And the card. That's what I'm for, saying. Uh, you, you put in Oli, but you're mad about Papo the next year, is what I'm saying. Like, okay. Sure, sure. Cool Why not? Why not? Uh, and Why so not? The, then the card for the 1994 Slamboree was Steve Austin uh, defending his United States Championship against Johnny B. Bad in 16 minutes. Terry Funk fought Tully Blanchard, which was a Legends match, which was fucking fun, by the way. Uh, Terry Funk fought Tully Blanchard to a DQ in seven minutes. Larry Zbysko defeated Lord Steve Ringle in a singles match in 11 minutes. Dustin Rose defeated Bunkhouse Buck uh, oh, wow. in 12 minutes. Ric Flair defeated Barry Windham for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, for Yeah, defended his WCW Heavyweight Championship against yeah, Barry yeah. Windham in 13 minutes. Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan defeated the Nasty Boys in a street fight, which is fucking awesome, in nine minutes. Uh, and Sting defeated Big Van Vader um, for the WCW International Heavyweight Championship in the main event in 13 minutes. Look at this! Look at this! The Broad Street Bully Dave Chokes has pulled his jersey over! Oh, catches up with the stick! There's a cover! One, two, three! So 
good matches there with the current stars, but uh, and they went light. I noticed just on one. the legends. They yeah. had Terry Funk and Blanchard, who weren't so far back in the past, you know. So a little bit better of a card, I think, in ninety four. Right? Yeah. Well, after this, at least they learned. Yes, yeah. yeah, they were trying. They were trying. But, but in ninety five, we obviously have the Pafo protest, apparently, and uh, <laughs> he being solely feels that the management only inducted him as an unqualified person uh, in favor to Pafo's son, to Macho Man. And one of the company's top draws there, which was, you know, Randy, I mean, Randy Savage. I did kinda, not, I did not know that was even a controversy. That's fucking crazy. I mean, if, if there's one thing that we've learned about Randy over the years, he looks out for family. I love my family. I, mean, I love my fucking family. Talking yeah. about how he took care of his brother for years too and, and got him paid even though he wasn't working. Um, you know, there's lots of things that, that Macho Man did for family and maybe that's part of it, but I have a hard time believing that Papa was not worthy of this initiation. So, um, who were the, who were uh, the, so um, the inductees in 1995 now were, uh, Wahoo McDaniel, Dusty yeah. Rhodes, Antonio yeah. Inoki, Angela Papo, Harry Funk, Big John <laughs> Stud, and Gordon Soley. After he got done announcing Big John Studd, they surprised him by saying, you are also an inductee. And he's like, I'm still going to quit. And they put him in the Hall of Fame. That's what I find weird about it. It's so weird. It's yeah. He is the and least known, the he is the least known name on that list, but not enough to where he shouldn't be honored at some well, point. Why would like, you shit cares? on that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like Again, like Dave said, don't die on that hill. Yeah. Um, it uh, makes sense. And the card for the 1995 Slambury pay-per-view was the Nasty Boys, Brian Nobbs, Jerry Sags defeated Harlem Heat. <laughs> I want them to minutes. fight just two old guys. That'd be so funny. <laughs> uh, Kevin Sullivan defeated The Butcher in five minutes. Jesus Christ. Uh, Wahoo, oh, Jesus Christ. Wahoo McDaniel defeated Dick Murdoch in a singles match in six minutes. Oh, Why? my God. Uh, the Great Muda defeated Paul Orndorff in 14 minutes for the IWGP oh, Heavyweight Championship. It was fun. It, it, not so good. Um, Arn Anderson, uh, with Ric Flair in his corner, defeated Alex Wright uh, for the Television Championship in 11 minutes. One of my favorite endings of an Arn Anderson match ever. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Ming uh, defeated uh, no sorry Ming and the Road Warrior Animal went to a double count out why I don't know wow um, Ming defeated Big Bubba Rogers by submission in nine minutes Big Bubba Rogers being the big boss man and in yeah. the main event Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair and Vader in a tag team match in 18 minutes and 57 seconds I, I mean I'm, I'm not mad at most of that so no legends in that one no, no, just uh, just oh, Rahu okay. and uh, Dick. That's Murdoch. right. Yeah, that's right. But here's the here's the thing that I'm not even too and the butcher and old. Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Actually, Kevin the man of M was pretty old. And but Alex. Can Wright. I, I, I I know we always ask this question. The answer is you know WCW got WCW, but like why do why do you put on the card anything of a double countout? Why why even have the match? It's, the it's dr- what it's we, drama. Why are you what are, why we, are, you what are we doing? So much I love that even in their fifties and sixties, they're like. Uh, I'm not going over. I'm not jobbing. They all have I'm to be jobbing. like DQs and countouts or no contests. I'm not losing. So, I'm not. I'm a home McDaniel. So, well, I'm Dick Murdoch. What? Well, no, at, at are we going to draw? To we're going to draw. Oh, we're going to draw. No, Wahoo while, while and Dick went to a decision, it was it was the other douchebags that went to a double count. It was That's, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's like, what are we, what are we doing? I mean, what? Are, gosh, you're WCW. Yeah, just WCW all the time. It's WCW. You're putting, you're putting uh, Road Warrior Hawk and Meng on a pay-per-view. Got a There's no you. reason for that. There's no That's reason. That's a set. Never said every Saturday night. Road Warrior Hawk fights Ming. Like we're gonna, so we true. gotta get him paid. To, we, we love Ming and we love Road Warrior Hawk, but it's not. Yeah. That's not a marquee singles match at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. 
So Soli was the only just just a little head note. Soli was the only non wrestler to have been inducted into the Hall of Fame, and overall there were seventeen inductees. So just do it again. I don't want to put you. I don't want to put you on the uh, spot too much. But are, are any are any of these Hall of Fame inductees not in the WWE Hall of Fame? Like even in the. Oh the, fuck! Like the there's there's got to be a few. I don't. I don't think uh, the masked assassin so, is in the WWF Hall of Fame. No, well, w, WWF started doing something like I don't want to say weird. It's, they it, would, it's it's like a legends category or something weird. Like yeah, they mean. they did. They started. Yeah. They had the celebrity category, and it was a weird like achievement category. And so they yes. would induct like five people in a row. There was a couple of years where they did like five people in a bundle. It's weird. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if the Crusher is in or Dick the Bruiser. I'm not sure. Antonio Noki. Well, I was wondering. I don't, I don't think Macho's dad's in it. I don't think. No, he is not. I he is not for sure. Um, it but, definitely uh, solely is not. Yeah, of course, Dusty Rhodes <laughs> is. Vern Gagne yeah. is. Uh, yep. Harley Race is. Luthez, yep. I think, is. Yeah, I think he. I believe he is. Yeah. I don't think Dick the Bruiser, or the Crusher, is. I could be wrong. I don't think so. Gordon Soley is not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just there's some that are and some that are not. Like I think it'd be a, interesting. A Thunderbolt to Patterson, take... I don't think is at all. I mean, since, since you own it now at this point, you own everything that WCW is. You should take this this wing and kind of throw it all in there as a cool little, you know, it'd be a nice little, you know, yeah. Or just one year to say, Hey, we're going to put every inductee in the WCW hall of fame. We're going to put the, we're going to put the slimbery hall of fame into the hall of fame. It just seems like such a no brainer down the road. At some point they should have like to not even to completely ignore and be like, fuck them. It's like, (laughs) to be, to be weird or not to be weird, but to be cool. They should actually just do something kind of rogue and just be like, you know what? We're going to induct Slamboree as a concept into the Hall of Fame because it it started like this mass induction of Hall of Fame. And with that, that, we have the Slamboree wing of Hall of Famers. We're going to put these 17 people in. Um, Some of them are for Angelo Papa. We're not going to do it just to do it. Except for Angelo Papa. Yeah, die on this hill. Lanny said no. And the spirit of Gordon Soli is smiling on us all. That, that's know. interesting. I, I just thought I it was kind of fun. I thought those. this was kind of a fun topic. Like people, you know, all, everybody knows the WWE Hall of Fame right now, but WCW started it and they put it on a pay-per-view. They tried to make a big deal out of it. And for three years they had, they tried to do this weird combination of let's have today's stars fight and fuck it. We'll just get the old wrestlers in there. Like that have no yeah, idea. Like how again, to perform that's, that's where they crowd. went overboard. That's where, I, that's where Dusty I, got too crazy. And I liked it. It, it always felt like they had more matches actually growing up and watching all these slime breeds, but it was the yeah. first one they thought, let's cram an hour of old people down their throats. Right. And then they realized, terrible idea, lowest buy rate ever, no one's ever going to do it. And the feedback, and they probably were like, okay, we'll just have one match. And then they start every, every year, year they start yeah. to get a little better. And, yeah, and they were they good. They were just like brawls, as you said. It was like yeah. a lot of Wahoo and Dick Murdoch. And what's, what's funny though is that WWE did do something a little similar, but it was more like it was the when they did the gimmick Royal Rumble, it was more like gimmick characters. But all of those guys were like, yeah, they were gone. But it was like so fun to see them. So it was yeah. Health, sometimes just the and, way you deliver it, I guess. Health and, and and maintenance was different in the eighties, right? Like when you got in your forties, yeah. you got your fucking tires were flat. You were alone. Well, like they were. Yeah. You were. You ran those guys pretty ragged. They wrestled yeah. two to three times a day, yeah. six days, seven days a week, and they travel all the time. It's, yeah, they wrestled like over three hundred and fifty days a year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I, thought, I don't know. I thought it was a little fun. Quick I episode love, for everybody. Fantastic for audio fans. Give us a listen. I will not. iHeartRadio. He in this Let's company, if Angelo Paho gets put in. <laughs> like I don't know why he was so stuck on that. That makes me fucking laugh. 
<laughs> or watch our videos. He's I just, agree. He's I fine. Too, but and then they hear still. Angelo Poffo. He's like, huh? And he's just fucking chirped up in the background. He never even wrestled in the Iowa Cornatorium. And, and, and at, the end, at the end, they're like, should we still surprise Fuck you, him Randy? I'm kinda Fuck pissed, you. I'm kinda the pissed only reason. Right. <laughs> Did you I can just see him going, we shouldn't give him his plaque. Fuck that guy. Fuck you, Randy. You're just trying to get your dad, and I'm out of here. And he's like, oh, I wanted this price really solely with his own plaque, but screw that guy. I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't care. Did you say have yeah. a good one, Dave? Sorry, I talked over you. I no, I, I can't even remember where I was. I'll start over. For audio fans, give us a list on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, yeah, or watch our videos on <laughs> our wrestling channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. For Dave, GS, and Craig, this is the OWP signing off. Have a good one, Landy. Don't ever disrespect my dad. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs>